Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I am your host, Al D, and the author of MBA Insider. This podcast is for career-driven professionals looking for advice on how to grow their careers by leveraging the skills, experiences, and knowledge gained from an MBA degree. In each episode, I'll give you a look into the business school experience, along with practical tips, career advice, and real-life stories to help professionals grow their careers. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast, and I'm the founder of MBAschool.com. Today, I'm excited because I have a star-studded lineup with me today to talk about experiential learning. This is a really critical aspect of many MBA programs, and I'm delighted to have three incredible representatives from UNT Kingdom Flagler Business School to come talk about this. I have Karen Cochran, who is the executive director of the STAR program at UNC Kingdom Flagler, as well as Olivia Kozel, who is an MBA candidate in the class of 2022, as well as Jerrion Davis, who is an MBA candidate in the class of 2022. As we think about learning in the future of work and really making sure that MBA students have the skills and capabilities they need to succeed in their jobs after business school, one of the ways in which that happens is through experiential learning. And I'm excited because I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, but to get it from a couple perspectives. Karen, as the executive director of the STAR program, certainly from her vantage point of working with students as well as working with employers and being able to connect the two. And then Olivia and Jerion, two students who have lived through this and have been able to take what they've done through experiential learning and use that in very tactical and practical ways, both in terms of what they have done in the rest of their MBA experience, as well as within their internships and beyond. Karen, today's topic is experiential learning. I would like to ask you, what does this mean at UNC Kenan Flagler? And maybe specifically, can you talk about the STAR program? I'd love to. Experiential learning is offering an opportunity for students to apply their coursework with one foot in the classroom and one foot out in the professional world. And there are many components that make experiential learning successful. It's real business challenges. It might be traveling outside of campus and also reflection. Are you pausing and reflecting on what you learned? STAR is one of our experiential learning programs at Keenan Flagler Business School. It's a 4.5 credit bearing course for our MBA students in all of our programs, full-time online and executive, coupled with our top undergraduate business program. And in STAR, it stands for Student Teams Achieving Results. And it's like a mini consulting firm. Students are assigned in teams of six to a real business challenge with a real client supported by a faculty advisor. And our students spend the semester addressing this business challenge with research, primary and secondary, to bring decisive creative recommendations to that client come spring. Thank you, Karen. So, Olivia, I would love to know what you were doing prior to getting an MBA, and why you chose UNC Keenan-Flagler. Yeah, absolutely. So I would describe myself as an extreme career pivoter. People often going into the MBA are looking to make a change, and I started my career off as a professional ballroom dancer. So I might have been looking to make more of a change than most. I competed primarily in high lifts and stunts, loved it, but you get dropped a couple times and you start thinking it might be nice to sit down and use my brain at work. So I got a job at MIT working for an entrepreneurship training program there because I knew I was interested in business, but I didn't know what I was interested in in business. And it was while I was at MIT that I was introduced to 
Keenan Flagler because I had a coworker who was an alum and he just said, there's something about you. You're going to love Keenan Flagler. It's a really collaborative community. You should definitely go there. So that was what initially drew me to looking into Keenan Flagler. And then turns out he was 100% correct. As soon as I saw the school for the first time, got to know the people, it's a real collaborative community. So right choice for me. I'm glad that someone was able to help you see that and brought you down to Chapel Hill. Jerion, what about you? I wanted to ask you this question as well, but also within the context, what were you doing before? But also, I know you're a joint degree student. So what specifically about the MBA and UNC Kingdom Flagler appealed to you for where you were at in your career? Yeah, yeah, of course. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, so as you mentioned, prior to attending Kingdom Flagler, I was actually working towards my doctor of pharmacy. I'm in my third year up now. Pharmacy has always been a particular field of interest for me. I've always been intrigued by the power of science and medicine, really how that can improve the health and wellness of others. And during my first few years of pharmacy school, had the opportunity to complete rotations in various healthcare institutions. And through that, I really just started to begin to notice some of the inefficiencies within healthcare, really how difficult it is for patients to you know, not only gain access to quality care and therapies, but really also just to gain sound and concise information and just education around health interventions. And that's really when my drive and interest into more of the business side started to peak. Really just have the ability to make more profound impact. It really just changed the way that people consume and navigate through healthcare. So I knew that getting my MBA while in school would be the perfect opportunity to really kind of partner my clinical background and clinical understandings with more of a business acumen, especially since I had no clue what business was. I knew that going to Keenan Flagler would you know, allow me to take that next step. And one of the great things about Keenan Flagler was just really the variety of partnerships that they have with very large, notable healthcare organizations and just the opportunities that students have to really engage with those. So for me, attaining my MBA was really a win-win. It gave me the opportunity to really learn the principles and fundamentals around healthcare from the business side, but also the opportunity to really put those into practice, which was very vital for me and really helped build my confidence and understandings around the business side of healthcare. So Jerry, I want to follow up with you for a second, because you said something there that I think will be really a good segue for this conversation. And you talked about the practical ways to apply what you've learned, both from healthcare and business. And I think that's such a great tee up as we think about experiential learning. Would be curious if you could share a little bit about what about the experiential learning component was important to you and how have you been able to pursue that in your time at UNC Caden Flagler so far? And really coming in as a dual degree student, I definitely felt as though I was really lacking in understanding around how corporate business work and really just what it's like to work in a corporate environment and really create value for large corporations. And really realizing that even before I was admitted to Keenan Flagler, I had my eye on STAR. This was the program that really kind of helped intrigue me into wanting to get my MBA, which is essentially STAR. It's this program where students can get put into a team and they get signed to a corporate partner. And then you're presented a business challenge that you'll be working on for the next five months and then make that final presentation to your corporate client. And I really felt like that was a great way for me to just jump in and start to just knock off some of those nerves that didn't really understand business and really work with a very large, notable pharmaceutical company. And honestly, through that experience, it helped open my eyes to all the inefficiencies within healthcare and also helped me gain the confidence to pursue my own ventures. So actually now I'm also outside of STAR. I'm starting to work and trying to pursue my own company. So alongside fellow pharmacy classmate with me and Really, I would have never had the confidence or really the know-how how to start that without STAR and really get that hands-on experience with the pharmaceutical company. So I'm just grateful just to have that opportunity 
through Keenan Flagg on really to pair that with what I'm doing now. There's a lot in there that I really love. And I think the two things that stand out, Jerry, on the first one is just around getting real world opportunities. As you mentioned, you were working on a project for a global pharma company and being able to understand the challenges that they were going through and work on a business problem in a very real way. I think that certainly is value add to have. But the second thing that I really love that it kind of came through I, from what I'm hearing was just around the chance to work with other people. As you mentioned, you're on a team. From my understanding, all star projects have a kind of this team-based approach in terms of working on a team with a client. But the other thing that came with it, which I think is really cool from what you said, is that as a result of participating on a team and learning with and from them, other opportunities emerged that you were then able to take advantage of during your time at UNC Keenan Flagler, including these other ventures that you're participating in, which I also think is a super great benefit. But one other area I thought I would love to ask you about is I know from talking to you that you had an internship, a summer internship last summer working for a pharma company. And in particular, you're working on a little bit around global vaccines, which certainly is relevant to where we are in the state of the world today. Can you talk about how what you did on STAR in particular was helpful in that internship experience, particularly knowing I think this was your first time working in a large global organization on a project like this? Yeah, this summer I had the opportunity to work in global vaccines and help support the launch of a new asset that was coming out in a new macaco space that my company was working on. And one of the, the things that I learned really quickly about brands gearing up to launch, especially with the heightened attention directed at vaccines right now, is that there are a lot of different work streams moving in parallel that you may be a part of, and things move really, really fast. Therefore, understanding how to organize your work and break that work out into bite-sized pieces that can be easily accomplished eventually over time is very vital. And I felt like that was a particular area that STAR really helped me prepare for as I was able to you know, really make an immediate impact in my company through having similar challenges with this. So one of the things we tried to do as a team was try to kind of identify the work streams we're working on individually, map out how we could kind of take steps to accomplish that, and then really put those in two block kind of sprints, essentially, and really try to provide more transparency around what we were doing, but it also helped us break down what we were working on so we're not just all diving in and tackling things all at once. At the time, I didn't really realize we were doing, taking a more agile approach to working. But whenever I started my internship, that was actually something I was actually responsible for helping my team do and actually helping my team at Merck onboard the agile approach, helping team members, directors, and other team members to help understand how to take their work apart, turn it into in-progress, planned, backlog items. So really just how to see the true value of working in an agile way and how that can add efficiency to what you are doing. So really the organization piece of it was key for me. And it's actually something that was very relevant to what I was doing in my internship. I'd like to ask Karen another question. Jerrion and Olivia both referenced this idea of real world application and also real world rapid application as a result of participating in a start project. Would love to know from you though, either any examples where you've also seen that either from other students or any employers who were really blown away just by how quickly they were actually able to apply something that they took from the students to their business for that matter. Absolutely. For the last couple of years, we've been doing star projects during a global pandemic. So all companies are having to react quickly to the business challenges. And I, I don't need to name all of them. But yet we've been teaching for a long time in star. We started in 2005 officially how to manage through ambiguity. 
and get to a resolution. So we are training our students that come April or May, there will be recommendations. And through that, they persevere. So we prepare them for the ambiguity, but we continually encourage them along the way to persevere, to get to a viable recommendation. Our students are motivated by bringing value to the client. So we recognize there is going to be a challenge. We just don't know where that challenge is going to come from. Is it going to come internally in the team? Is it going to come because they can't get access to data or is their client going to be difficult? But at the end of the day, they still got to push forward and get to an ultimate recommendation. I want to talk to Olivia for a little bit. So Olivia, you mentioned that you were a career switcher coming into business school. And I would love to know, as a career switcher coming in, did you know what you wanted to do for a summer internship or any of your post-MBA career aspirations? And as a follow-up, what role did an experiential learning program or opportunity play in helping you achieve that? And part of why I asked the question is because many career switchers come to business school because they want to gain additional experiences that will prepare them for their life after business school. So just curious to how you navigated that, particularly knowing you were coming in as a career switcher. The experiential learning element was huge. We'll get there in a second, but I would say I'm probably one of few career switchers who really knew exactly what she wanted coming into the MBA. So I came to business school specifically to pursue consulting because in my previous role at MIT, I was doing program support. I was not very involved on the content side, but This was a a global program, external facing, right? The students were not MIT students and our coaches for our program were primarily former consultants. And one of the things I noticed right away was, okay, they have experience in every industry in the world. They are fantastic at handling these really diverse international teams, handling team conflict, communicating clearly. I want to be like them. So I should probably go get their job. So I pursued an MBA specifically with that in mind, knowing that I wanted to go for consulting and in large part because consulting gives you a chance to try a little bit of everything. And I really want to try a little bit of everything. So the issue for me is because my background's unusual, I knew I was going to be a more challenging sell to a consulting company, right? I had to really show not just how my existing background was relevant, but also how quickly I could learn and adapt. So I found out about the STAR program and just jumped at the opportunity to apply because it was basically a way to say, yeah, I can definitely do this job. I just did this job this past spring for a real client in a real situation, hands-on. And I was fortunate enough to get chosen as a project lead, which meant not only was I doing the job that I would be doing as a consultant, I was doing the job that my manager would be doing as an engagement manager or project leader. So without the STAR experience, I don't think I would have had as easy a time communicating my worth in interviews and even over the course of my summer internship. I would like to go back to Karen for a second. So Olivia just mentioned how as a career switcher, she felt like she was really able to make that career transition into management consulting because of being able to participate in STAR. And just that experience was monumental to helping her make that switch. Could you maybe share some other examples of how you've seen these opportunities really help prepare students, especially those who are making a big switch, very similar to Olivia? Absolutely. What I love about STAR is we ask our students to fill out an application to tell us what are your career aspirations? What are your interests? And oh, by the way, what's your resume of experience? And we take all three into account. So a lot of students come in knowing where they want to go, even though 
They're not leveraging their past to get there. And in consulting, you start on a project. Most people don't know anything about the client or the industry. So everybody has to roll up their sleeves and learn something new in order to eventually make recommendations to that client. We have had students come in as doctors, but want to learn a little bit more about business and then pivot to say, I really like this kind of work and may not fulfill a career in medicine, but might want to go into pharmaceuticals or work for a health plan. We have had multiple career switchers. We've had professional athletes come into the STAR program. We know they're bright. We know they're creative and competitive. They just don't have the business acumen or the industry experience, but they've got all the other tools and STAR gives them a chance to become an expert in a certain area to test out their new passions. We love the STAR for that reason, whether you are a career switch from an industry to another one or completely from a different professional background. We've had baseball players and soccer players, swimmers, as well as engineers. I get a lot of engineers that want to switch into business and we teach them how to deal with ambiguity because that's an unfamiliar word for them. Thanks for that, Karen. Olivia, I wanted to ask a little bit more just about that project lead role. I, my assumption, just hearing you talk about it, is that there's probably also some skills you learn there just from a leadership perspective that could be really valuable, both as a consultant, as well as any other types of leadership roles that you're taking on in your time in business school. Could you maybe talk a little bit more just about what the lead role is like and, and maybe what you learned from that that was applicable either to your summer internship or anything else you are participating in business school that requires leadership skills? I have to say, going into STAR, I had a feeling I was thinking to myself, oh, it's probably going to be a little bit more of a classroom experience, even though they claim it's very experiential. Oh, no, it is so experiential in a fabulous way. And I didn't realize how accurate it was to the experience you have as a consultant until I was doing the job over the course of the summer and said, wow, so much of what I did in STAR is happening right now. So as a project lead, I think what's interesting is you have a real client. You're dealing with this very ambiguous problem. Often the client isn't completely sure what the problem is they're trying to get you to solve, right? They're just as unsure and they're dealing with just as much ambiguity as you are. And you're really responsible for taking a look at the problem, doing a bit of research and saying, okay, what is the best thing that we can do? What is the best problem we can solve to help this client? And the great thing is, because you're still a student, you have a faculty advisor assigned to your project who kind of acts as your, I don't want to say safety net because they really are a resource, but you're taking control, you're leading the project, but you do have someone you can fall back on and say, hey, does this make sense? Am I doing the right thing? Can you help me figure out how to communicate this? And to some extent, they act almost like a very hands-off partner at a consulting firm. And to another extent, they just act like a mentor and a friend who can help you through a difficult situation when you're trying to figure out what to do next. That certainly was a great element of the learning experience. I can't say enough how accurate STAR ended up being to my summer as a consultant. And I hope moving forward, my full-time role as a consultant that I did sign on for. But as a project lead, I was initially very nervous because I didn't have leadership experience, but STAR really sets you up to test yourself, try new things, and figure out what kind of leader you want to be, which is one of the best parts of an MBA, right? You get to try things out and see who you are to some extent. I think that's a really great example of how this experience can really help you develop those leadership capabilities. And I love what also you said, Olivia, just about figuring out the kind of leader that you want to be. 
And business school in general is a great opportunity to gain those skills. But what really gets me excited about something like this is that this is an opportunity not just to gain those skills, but to then put them to action and to help you really develop that leadership craft, if you will. So I want to go back to Karen for a second. Olivia spoke about some of those leadership skills that she gained from participating in STAR, particularly as a project leader, and really highlighting that it was really one of her most important learnings. I would love to know from the other side of this, what kind of feedback do you get from the employers or the client teams just about the students and the leadership skills that they're able to exhibit, particularly through some projects that are more challenging or that are more difficult? Absolutely. We love collecting feedback from our corporate partners. One of the greatest compliments is that when they're repeated, so they engage a star team every year and they have great feedback for our students. I think our corporate partners learn alongside our students. It gives them an opportunity to refresh their own leadership skills by coming alongside MBA students who are asking incredible questions, who bring objectivity to a business challenge and don't come with any biases or any hindrances on, on asking out-of-the-box questions and ideas. They bring such intentional energy and excitement around a business challenge. And so for that semester, they're so focused, which is how we all need to problem solve, right? They are not distracted by the human factor of what might be going on in the organization or historical information that can kind of distract us. And so these students, we teach them how to manage relationships, both on the team and with the client. And so I think our corporate partners see that intentionality. We teach our students how to have program management skills. So plan with the end in mind. So there is a deadline, which we all in the business world can forget about deadlines. And then we, we ask our students to bring thought leadership and that, like I said, inspires our corporate partners to be really intentional on how do we get to a recommendation that's fact-based and creative and what's the process to get there? And we use frameworks. We teach them how to have fun as a team. We teach them how to leverage strategy and marketing frameworks, not reinvent the wheel. And then we teach them how to do fact-based scavenger hunts to really gather primary research through interviews and focus groups, as well as leverage best practices to come up with some creative ideas. We have a lot of former STAR students who come back and hire STAR. This mm -hmm. year, we have four, and we have an additional eight alumni from UNC that maybe didn't do STAR. And so that, to me, is telling that these four people who did a STAR project, they know the value. That's pretty telling. If I were looking at Kenneth Flagler, that my network is huge, the learning keeps on happening. I want to go talk to Jerion for a second and get his perspective on this because I think, Jerion, one of the things that strikes me is just around these experiential learning opportunities really do give you real knowledge you can apply right away. And that's really helpful, particularly like in your case, if you haven't had that experience working in this business setting. But similar to Olivia, I would also probably think that this experience, even though you weren't in a formal leadership role, it also gave you a chance to develop your own leadership skills or your own soft skills. And I wondered to know from you, do you think that was true, even though you weren't necessarily in a formal leadership position? Or what was maybe valuable from being a member on a project team that helped you strengthen your own leadership skills or your own soft skills, either that you applied in your internship or that you've applied in other aspects of the MBA experience? This was definitely one of the more beneficial things that felt like STAR did to me and was for me, which just the ability to grow in my soft skills. And one of those was just 
how to go about and approach leading from behind. I was just a team member, so I didn't have a formal leadership role. But during my time with Star, I really found myself more and more as time progressed that I was really trying to, you know, assist my project leader in finding ways that other team members can better understand their work streams or finding ways that we as a team can bond better outside of just our team meetings and things like that. And that's something that I really didn't have practice with in the past. I mean, I've always been someone who owns my work and really takes control of that. And I love working with others and I'll assist others when they ask for me, but I never really knew how to go about actually trying to be a leader or coming off as a leader in a way without actually having that title and how to go about that without stepping on the toes of my project leader. And that was something that I felt like I did a great job of. Many of my team members, as time went on, things get tired. A lot of different work streams start to pile on. We still have exams, we still have class. And I could really see a lot of team members starting to kind of fade, get a little lost in the direction they should go in. And I really took it upon myself to try to assist and help others the best way that I could. If they needed someone to do more research in what they're working on, I volunteered for that. If our project leader wasn't able to attend meetings, I at least tried to send out follow-up things we should be working on, even if we're not going to meet. And for a while, I didn't know whether or not this was my responsibility, but I just felt like I thrusted the responsibility onto myself. It just kind of helped me grow as a leader, even though I wasn't a leader. But I think it's something valuable to take with me as I move into my jobs, because I'll be a part of a team. I'll have a leader, but that doesn't necessarily mean I still can't assist team members and tell other members different ways that maybe they can approach things or better ways that they can try this thing. So I really feel like STAR just kind of gives you the opportunity to take that leading from behind the best way that you can and, and really kind of turn that into the best way that fits your style. So yeah, that was huge for me. It's something that I think will be beneficial for me years down the line. I think that's a great response, Jerion. And one of the things that I'm just listening now to what you've said so far is it sounds like you've gained some really great technical and business knowledge that's going to help you execute your role well. And you've also gained some soft skills and some leadership skills through the experiential learning programs. But I just would love to have you reflect for a second. As you think about your time in business school and the MBA experience, what part of you do you think has undergone the most amount of change and transformation in your own development? I definitely feel like one of the things I've always struggled with is just trying to be the best at everything and trying to know everything and do everything. And I feel like, especially for people who have the goal of being a leader one day, I think that's important to realize that you don't have to be the know-all, be-all. You don't have to be the expert on everything. And that's something that I struggle with coming into B-School because coming from pharmacy school is something I was very comfortable with. I was really good at that. I knew a lot about science and things like that. So I was very comfortable in that environment. And then coming to the B-School, this was very new to me. I never took a business course in undergrad. I never took an econ course, any of that stuff. So it was all very new. So I felt like I was behind everyone else. So I had to go out and just do extra and learn more and do more just so I felt like I was on the same level as them. But that's not the case. You don't have to stretch yourself so thin and try to like be the best person for everyone outside. Star really helped me realize that. And even through the business school and you know, working in teams, it's important to rely on your team members. And really just feel as though that you can put your trust in them, especially as leaders. You're not going to be able to be the best at everything. And it's important that you can realize what your other team members are good at, those that you work with are good at. So you could be able to depend on them and learn how to delegate work to those you feel like are better equipped to handle that. So I feel like that was the best. I feel like that's something I've learned, or I'm still learning. I still feel like I still struggle with it at times, but for sure, just gaining the confidence to know that I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to know everything. It's something that has been very 
important for me and something that I'm learning and, and MBA school has definitely helped me learn that, and especially through STAR as well. Karen, I'd like to go back to you for a second. So Jerion talked about this idea of leading from behind and just having to find ways to lead when you don't have formal authority or you don't have formal influence. And I would just be curious from your perspective, how do you see this from all of the students that you work with on these projects in terms of what actually helps them really uncover some of these really hard lessons they learn? And what is it about maybe the nature of the program or working on a client project that really unearths some of these really critical lessons? And part of the reason why I ask is because this is a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way many times. And I would love to know what in STAR really brings these types of lessons to light. I love to speak on this. I believe organizations' most valuable resource are the people, but most people leave organizations because of the people. It's not because of the job itself, it's because of the people around them. And so we really emphasize in STAR how to become an efficient, effective team, how to really understand what contributions you are going to make to the team and how to make sure you are creating an environment where everybody can contribute their best. So we do a lot of forced family fun. And there's only one person in that leadership role officially called our program project leaders that Olivia played. But then we expect all of the team members to lead in one way or another over the course of the semester. So we tell people in STAR, you're going to learn teamwork, you're going to learn leadership, and you're going to learn problem solving. So we give students a chance to lead, even if you're not with that title. We talk a lot about influence. Influence is making other people do what you want them to do. Whether you are in charge with that, the project management role with it, designing the project with the end in mind, or if you want your own voice to be heard because you know it's a good solution for the overall project. Olivia, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about your opportunity to be a project team lead. I know you talked a little bit about that experience, but could you maybe share more just about what you learned from yourself about your own leadership style? from being able to lead that project team, from being able to get those reps, from being able to have the chance to kind of set the vision or scope the problem. What did you learn about yourself or what did you learn about being able to craft your own leadership style? Oh, what didn't I learn about myself? So going into the process, I was pretty nervous about being a project lead because I had it in my head that I didn't have any leadership experience that turned out not to be true at all. I had it in my head that there's a certain kind of person who knows a certain set of things that makes a good project leader that also turned out not to be true at all. So I think what I learned the most is that good leadership isn't about knowing the right answers the same way that business isn't about knowing the right answers. It's an art like anything else. Being a good leader is more about creating opportunities for your team to do what they do best with the least amount of friction possible, right? So it wasn't my job to pick the right answer because there was one correct solution to the problem. It was my job to make sure that everyone in the room had a voice in scoping the problem and in solving the problem and to help keep the project moving forward towards some sort of a solution, right? So if you have a good team and if you've communicated with them clearly and if you've set expectations and if you're deliberate about making sure everyone on the team has space to contribute, feels like they can communicate and be honest and bring their ideas to the table without feeling judged, then your team ends up working together really well. And I was fortunate my team happened to be a team of all-stars and my client happened to be an all-star client as well. But 
I think that can be true with any experiential learning situation, right? What you learn about yourself as a leader is how you relate to others, not necessarily just the skills that you have or need. So that was probably my biggest learning from the project leader experience. I think that's a great learning. And just extrapolating that a bit further, Olivia, I think you're quite involved on campus. And I would just be curious to know (laughs) how some, maybe some of those leadership lessons that you just talked about, but that you learned in STAR, maybe bled over into other leadership opportunities that you've had in your capacity as a student leader at UNC? Yeah. I mean, first off, I think leading in STAR just gave me the confidence to take on those other leadership opportunities. Starting the MBA, I I wouldn't have called myself a stellar MBA student or anything like that. I wouldn't have necessarily said I should sign up for all of these leadership opportunities. But after doing STAR, it made me realize I have a lot to bring to the table, right? And Again, I think, Jerry, and you can relate to this. You go into business school sometimes assuming that, that it's a science and that the numbers will show you the right thing to do and that there's a correct answer and you need to be the kind of person who can find the correct answer. It's a people-driven field. It's an art. It's all of those creative things that I used to love in ballroom dancing. So STAR gave me the chance to realize that leadership can be that. It can be this creative, people-driven thing. And that's what drove me to get so involved on campus, right? Not only because I know there are other people like me who are doing this extreme career pivot, who have a steeper learning curve than most and whose view needs to be seen on the leadership side of things, but also just because leadership is fun. It's fun and it's enjoyable and it it makes my time feel like it's well spent. So I couldn't help but say yes to a lot of leadership opportunities on campus. Olivia, as you think about going into management consulting after you graduate from UNC Keenan and Flagler. I would be curious to know whether it's through the leadership skills that you talked about, through gaining that direct related experiences working in a, in a client service project. What do you think are going to be the most valuable things you learned from experiential learning that you hope to take with you as you build your career after business school as a management consultant? Ooh, number one thing is admit your mistakes, right? It's silly so silly to pretend like you know something you don't. It's so silly to pretend like you did something right when you did something wrong. And everyone respects you more when you just say, I'm so sorry, I didn't know this or I made this mistake. And here's what we can do moving forward to correct it. That's a big takeaway for me, right? It's nice to know you don't have to pretend to know everything and people can still value your opinion. That's a huge thing I'm going to carry forward moving into consulting. I think that's a really great lesson. And I will transparently say if I had learned that a little bit sooner, I probably would have had a couple less gray hairs in my own consulting experiences. So I'm glad you're learning that now. Me too. Jerrion, I want to go back to you for a second. What's one piece of advice that you have for prospective students who are thinking about UNC Keenan Flagler as a place to get their MBA and take the next step in their career? I think my my one piece of advice would be just that if you're the kind of person that really wants to grow in their leadership skills, you really have the opportunity to grow in their ability you know, to work in a team environment, whether that be as a leader or as a member, and just have the chance to put those learnings into action, really directed at large scale and real problems. And Keenan Flagler is definitely the place for you. I'm beyond grateful for the exposure to all the hands-on experiences during my time at Keenan Flagler, and I would not have grown in my abilities without the exposure and all the people that I've met and all the opportunities that I've now received through my time here. And I was able to grow in my professional abilities and my knowledge, but I was also really able to grow as a person as well I and mean, just learn how to have confidence in myself and the others that I'm around. So I'm glad I chose to 
attend Keenan Flagler and partner this with my PharmD degree. And it's just a great place to be. Olivia, what about you? What's one piece of advice you have for prospective students who are thinking about UNC Keenan Flagler? This piece of advice is for everyone, but specifically for anyone who feels like they are underrepresented in the business community, especially women, especially, especially women. And it's kind of become my theme song of business school. It is not your job to decide if you are qualified for something or not. It is your job to decide that you want to try it. I feel like if everyone took that advice to heart, you would be open to so many more experiences, business school included, like experiences in business school and work overall. We have a habit, or at least I certainly had a habit before business school, of feeling afraid to try for something or apply for something or put my name out there because I wasn't sure that I was the right fit. There are whole departments of companies responsible for deciding if you're the right fit. There is a whole admissions department at Keenan Flagler who's responsible for making that decision. So don't make that decision on their behalf. Put your name out there and go for it. And the worst case scenario, you'll be exactly where you are now. And they'll say no. Best case scenario, you'll have one of the best experiences of your life as a Keenan Flagler MBA. Yeah, it's someone else's job to decide you're qualified. It's your job to decide you want it. And last but not least, Karen, would love to give you the closing word here. What's one piece of advice you might want to give a prospective student considering UNC Keenan Flagler, or maybe one last word on experiential learning in the STAR program? The piece of advice I would give is to jump into an MBA experience right from the start at Keenan Flagler. Get to know your classmates, your faculty, the staff at the school. They will be influencing you and they will be your future network and friends. I stay in touch with my fellow alumni from Keenan Flagler and I work closely with a professor of mine from 20 years ago. I would encourage you to participate in programs like STAR to explore a new industry or sign up to be a project leader. Most of our students come already professional and they're great, but we hope these experiences will help them get even better. I would say reflect before you come, dream big, have a direction to go into, but then be prepared to reflect along the way. If we're not changed by our experiences, then why do we do them? So reflect as you're talking to fellow classmates, as you're talking to companies, as you're taking classes. And be open to a slight change to what you thought you were going to do with your MBA. And finally, become a great problem solver and teammate. We need leaders out there who can communicate well. We need more thoughtful, creative, and compassionate people in our global world right now to make progress, but to enjoy the journey. And we have an incredible culture where people are kind and compassionate, but also competitive, trying to make an impact, to be innovative but ultimately to be inclusive as we work on teams. Great. Well, Olivia, Jerrion, and Karen, thank you so much for coming on today, for being able to talk about experiential learning within the context of careers and to dive in a little bit deeper into experiential learning at UNC Keenan Flagler and really the START program. It's been great chatting with you all. And thank you for sharing your knowledge and experience. Hi, everyone. LD here, and thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.